sphenopalatine ganglion neuralgia. Say what? Hello, friends. It's Justine, your healthcare advocacy queen, coming to you with another episode of Cutting Through the Jargon. This podcast is for you if you want to learn how to navigate our healthcare system and learn what you can do to make your healthcare journey a better experience. I want you to feel empowered to make the decisions that are best for you. I want you to understand that you have options and there are things that you can do to improve your experience in the healthcare system. It is about what you want for your healthcare journey. It's your way. So how do you want your healthcare experience to look? Hello, hello. Welcome back, wonderful people, to another episode of Cutting Through the Jargon. By now, you know you're listening to Justine, your healthcare advocacy queen. And look, if you're new around here, then another big welcome to you as well. So last week we spoke about how does your healthcare provider talk to you? Is there a demanding tone behind it or are they asking permission and and how that feels and and what we can do to get a better experience there? Uh, So if you haven't listened to it yet or if you've missed it, go back and listen to to that last episode because there was some great info in there for you as well. After that episode, I had a retired nurse reach out to me via email and let me know that when they were trained, they were always taught about respecting the patient's privacy and their modesty when it came to asking to take their clothing off to do certain procedures, hooking up to monitors, etc. And she just kind of made the comment that, you know, not sure what they're really taught these days. So I'm unaware of what's being taught as well. I'd love to know if anyone has any information there to reach out. But I guess the reason I brought it up was because I'd heard from people who have been put in those uncomfortable situations when they're already vulnerable and the way that they were spoken to, they weren't being respectful. And when they were in that vulnerable position, it just made them feel a lot worse in the situation. I've also had quite a few other people reach out to me about their own experiences with the healthcare system. And firstly, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing I really appreciate your feedback, but I really appreciate the fact that you felt comfortable enough to come and talk to me about that because some of the things that have been shared with me are so personal and quite horrible, the experiences that these people went through. And it's really sad to see that our health system hasn't just been crumbling since COVID, it's been crumbling for quite some time. And I believe with the right funding, have enough resources you know, including all the equipment we need, as well as the people, all the people that we need in the hospitals and not just clinicians like doctors and nurses and allied health professionals. We need, we need so many different staff members for a hospital to really run successfully. So thank you again for all the messages that I received from that last episode. It's very much appreciated. So while we're on the topic of how does your healthcare provider talk to you, I want to talk about how does your healthcare provider talk to you at the bedside or in a really critical situation that could be talking to you or about you to your loved ones and what kind of impact it can have on your actual healthcare journey. I mean, I can remember a time I was in the emergency department after I dislocated my shoulder after an accident at the beach and at the hospital there was, you know, obviously a big wait in an emergency department and I was, you know, finally brought into the procedure room And my husband was with me and they said he could stay in there until the surgeon comes to do the actual procedure. 
And um, while that was all happening, I was, you know, signing paperwork, etc. And when the orthopedic surgeon eventually arrived, my husband asked, oh, okay, so do I need to go now? And she says to him, oh, gosh, yes, you do need to go because these procedures can be quite barbaric. You don't want to be here to see it. Now, this was said right in front of me. I was still conscious. I could hear everything that was being said. I really don't think that was helpful for me to hear that kind of thing. So it would be nice if healthcare providers could actually think about what they're saying in front of their patients to the patients or about the patients in front of them and how it's also received even by their loved ones and other family members. I've also had someone reach out to me on my Instagram profile in the private messages there to let me know that a friend of hers had sadly passed away from breast cancer recently. Now, this is a girl who also has, from my limited understanding, a young child in early primary school years. And her mother had posted on social media to let people know about their experience. And she posted something along the lines of that her daughter was stretched into the emergency department. And as they're taking her through the, through the department on the, on the bed there and her daughter was conscious, the doctor was saying things like, now we're not going to be resuscitating her. We're not going to be giving her active treatment because she's stage four, you know, stage four in her breast cancer. That's the last thing that you want to hear as a, as a parent or a loved one of a patient, but also saying it in front of the patient, saying these kinds of things in front of the patient and in front of their family is just not the things that they want to hear at that time. They haven't given up hope and it would be much better for them if they were if their wishes were being met and they were actually being listened to and heard. And from what the mother had posted on social media, she was really, really disappointed about how the way they were spoken to and treated in there. And again, I feel that the language that's spoken to patients in front of patients, about patients, to their family or whoever else is there, we really need to think about it in these situations that, is this a type of thing that you would wanna hear? Is that the kind of message that you would want to have portrayed to you or one of your loved ones? In these types of situations, in critical situations, you know, emotions are heightened and particular language can make it even worse and leave someone feeling very disappointed and very upset by their treatment and their whole experience in the healthcare sector. I'm sure there have been so many people who have experienced similar types of things to them in their own healthcare journey. And I just feel that this is an area where we can do so much better, where health professionals should be able to talk to their patients in a more compassionate way. So just like I talked about in the last episode, we really need to speak up. We need to speak up so that these things will change. If we continue to let this kind of behavior happen, it will continue to happen. I've said this before, if nothing changes, then nothing changes. If we don't do anything about it by refusing or speaking up or whatever it is, then we're not going to get a different result from people who are speaking to us rudely or unkindly. It's just going to be accepted that that's the way it's done. And if you're not comfortable with the way it's done, then you need to do something about it to change it. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to reach out to me, send me an email, justine at yourwayhealthadvocacy.com or send me a private message over on Instagram at yourwayhealthadvocacy. All right, thanks so much and I'll chat to you in the next episode. Cheers.
Thank you so much for listening and for your time today. I really appreciate you. Hit me up in my emails, justine at yourwayhealthadvocacy.com or in the DMs over on Instagram at yourwayhealthadvocacy. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode and what you got out of it. You can also give it a gold star rating if you feel it was helpful. Thank you again and remember, you deserve great health care. We all do.